Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You okay there? Yeah, I'm good. Just shuffling, shuffling on the high stools. I'm doing the old TP shuffle. They're all doing it down on the boardwalk. Are they? Yeah. What does it consist of? Uh, just sort of going, Ugh. and then sort of making a bit of a noise with your microphone, oh. and then going, right, yeah, I'm ready, I'm oh ready. God, they're all doing it in the They're dance halls at the same it. time in sync. Yeah, it just... must be such a raucous noise. Mm. All of these chairs just going, but perfectly synced. And that's not easy to do with a chair because the, the chaos theory, you know, there's a lot of different noises that happen when you move a chair. Right. It's very difficult to choreograph, but they they work hard. For the money. So just, hard for the money. Yeah, absolutely. It's all these chairs in perfect sync just going like... And it's called the TP tight. Shuffle. Yeah, the TP Shuffle. Wow. Wow. Tweet me your videos of you doing the TP Shuffle on Twitter. At that Peter Austin. Yeah, anyway. Mm. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Triple Jump podcast. My name is Ben. My name is Peter. This is a video game podcast where we talk about video game thing. Video games. Video games, plural. Video game, plural. plural. How are you doing, Peter? I'm doing good. That camera seems a bit closer than normal, actually. You think? Uh, they've, got, they've got a little bit of a sexy close-up of us. Is uh, it closer than usual? Yeah, no, because I normally have to get up, and it's normally right at the back. Oh, right the well, we usually have Adam setting us up, but he's not mm. in today, so we've had to do it ourselves. So if it all goes wrong... It's uh, it's Adam's fault. It's Adam's fault, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hello? For God's sake, as soon as we start. Do they wait for us to start? Because we do it at different times every day Jesus now, every Christ. Friday, but they just, just know. Clunk it, just a bunch of heffalumps up there. Gosh. A herd of actual heffalumps. Can we, can we, like, lease out... Can we, can we get the lease for the top office and just empty it out and have nothing in there just I think so we, we just can have a, some peace? A broom. A broom. So we can go broom. Hit, hit the ceiling. That that little car that would drive out of the small yeah, garage. Yeah, but like be... fit it with guns and stuff, yeah. like the end of Breaking Bad. Oh, and my God. just got there and there, and that'll broom will sort them out. Sounds good. Yeah, apart from apart from the cacophony above, yeah. uh, it's it's a podcast where we talk about video games and have a good time. Yeah, yeah. sure is, Peter. Mm. It sure is. We start off, though, uh, with a tweet from Thomas Doppelreiter. Doppelreiter? It's a German name, maybe. Yeah, Doppelreiter. Double writer. Is that what it means? I don't know what writer is. No, that's writer doesn't mean writer. I right. Don't, I don't know. That, I mean, lefter. Left, I don't know. Yeah. 
No, no, no. Lidl and Aldi, or Hofer, without an umlaut, without an umlaut. are not run by brothers, which is what I said last week. You did, and I said umlaut, so we're both wrong. Aldi is divided into two branches, north and south, and was founded by two brothers. Why you no researching? He's from 2008 with the memes. Oh, I see. So Aldi itself is divided into north and south, which yes. is two brothers, but not Aldi and... I, that Aldi did and sound Lidl. a little bit suspect. I think I was a bit cynical about that. It might just be a chain of misinformation then because I was definitely enthusiastically told that by someone else who'd just oh, discovered it. Was uh, it one of the Aldi brothers? Yeah, maybe. Or maybe Little saying, hey, yeah. we're just as we're just as good. I'm John Little. Uh my brother Jacob Little, Jacob Aldi. Yes. Who inexplicably yes. has a different Old, surname. Aldi Little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I d I don't know. Well, thanks, Thomas. This, this, thank you for putting us uh, putting us the the correct there. Mm. Um, they are surprisingly similar supermarkets, though. I did I did tweet him and say that for for our transgressions, you would uh, slap me on the podcast. Well, you didn't ask me about this. Well, it's not you know it's not it's not a sexual thing. It's just even so, I don't I don't consent. I'm not you don't want to hit me. I'm not slapping another man on or or it's not because you're a man. It's right. Just, I mean that would I'm not be slapping sexist, another human being on uh, on camera. Why? Unwarranted. No. Why not just a doesn't deserve a slap. Just a light tap. I'll, if you find the person who told you that Mr. Aldi and Mr. Little were brothers, then I'll slap them. But uh Hi mum, it's Ben. Yeah. Yeah, Peter says Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Mum, yeah. Yeah, mum, mum, mum. Uh, Peter would like to slap you, please. Yeah. She's on her way. Love you. She's, she's on her way. Okay, good. So, I could have rung her. I've got her number. It's on speed dial. And they have. they have. Well, there we go. That's the end of that. Mm. We kick off with a question, Peter. Yeah, we do. All these questions come from patrons. Mm -hmm. Delightful supporter people. So people, the podcasters, yeah. uh, who like to support us financially. And you can do that, too, at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. The first question comes this week, Peter, from Carrie Butchtar, who asks... I think it's probably Butchtar rather than Butchtar. 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 We've got a couple of uh, troubling names this week. Oh yeah, in difficult terms of pronunciations. names. So, I've I've set myself up perfectly by not only having to read this one, but having to read the difficult one at the end as well. No, that's question two there. Oh, oh no! Oh no! You're right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, it's on you then. I'll read it. I can definitely do. Yeah, I think I can do that. Actually. You think you can do that one? Yeah. Okay. I'm confident. Do you want to give a sneak peek? Yeah. Go on. Then. Rory. That's just pronounced Rory. Is it pronounced Rory? Yeah. Really? It's a really interesting, different way of. I've seen it spelled like that once before. Hmm. Um. R-U-A-I-R-I, -R -R -I. Rory. And then the surname, I think, is just Gemmel, but possibly Gemmel. That's harder, arguably. Gemmel. Gemmel. Gargamel. Anyway, we've yeah. got a question from Carrie Butchtar. Butchtar. Uh, growing up, how did you and your siblings share consoles and playing time? Any major fights? Either of you doomed to consistently yet unintentionally watch the second player's screen because it's all you've ever known? Well, um, when... We had our very first console, which was a PS1, mm -hmm. and I'm one of three. Uh, we we would have to kind of just sit and watch each other. My sister wasn't really a, a much of a gamer ever, so it was me and kind of just me and my brother. Yeah. But I think back then, because we were quite young, we weren't sort of on it incessantly. Like it was more in our teenage years where 
that is just what you would do with your free time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we lived in the country, so we would just go out and play outside oh, a lot. Play with the sticks. Yeah, play with sticks and hoops. And, yeah, yeah. yeah tip mm-hmm. mammoths over, which, you know, they can't get back up again. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, they can't. There's big tusks. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, then, so when I was maybe, I don't know, uh, about 10 or something, mm-hmm. me and my brother uh, both wanted a console from... I mean, I say from Father Christmas. We knew that it wasn't from Father Christmas at oh, this point. Oh, did you point. not? How old were you? I, I think like 10 or 11, maybe. Oh, okay. That's about the right age. Yeah, something know. like that. Yeah. Um, so, and the thing was, um, our sort of, the, the person we would look to for all video game advice was an uncle that I've, I've mentioned quite a lot. He used to live near near to us and uh, he, he was a big gamer. Mm. And he was a lot younger than my mom, even though they're siblings. So he was right. he was sort of like between a parent and a and a sibling, a kind of middle age. I see, like not a middle big age, brother. but yeah, middle age, a he medium 50, age. But yeah, he was my brother. Um, so uh, he had an Xbox, an original Xbox at the time. Mm-hmm. And so me and my brother both asked for Xboxes each <laughs> for Christmas. Wow. Um, just not we weren't expecting that we both would get one but we thought well might as well hedge our bets yeah exactly i better ask if we both ask for one we might get one right uh my parents i can't uh, thinking back now i can't believe that this happened we must have i mean it might be there was a time just to bring down the tone there was a time when uh my mum wasn't very well okay uh, when i was younger and maybe that's why we were both lucky enough to we got a console each right is where i'm going with this yes and ordinarily i wouldn't expect that financially but my brother got the Xbox, mm-hmm. and I ended up with a PS2, which I didn't ask for. Oh! But in hindsight, oh. I'm really glad that that's what I got. I know it shaped you, right? Yeah, absolutely. So at that point, we both had little tiny box TVs in our bedrooms, yeah, and we had a console each, and there wasn't really a lot of um, a lot of uh, you know having to share the console. The one thing is though that like if we were cross with each other um, <laughs> for for some reason, yeah, what we would do or threaten to do to each other is to like wipe each other's saves wow yeah that is some passive aggressive stuff right there. i don't know if we ever actually did it but we we said like oh if you if you keep doing that i'm gonna wipe your memory card tomorrow i'm gonna, gonna was wipe it a your memory card. Threat? it wasn't a joke because it sounds it was it pretty sounds like a joke no it sounds like you're just sort of taking the mic no i think like i think it was like it wasn't an empty threat. I think we would have done, but it just never right. came to to doing that. I think on a couple of occasions, my brother tried to wipe my memory card uh, on my PlayStation by removing it while the console was switched on. Oh, wow. But uh, I, I'm pretty sure, actually, that that isn't enough. It has to be while it's doing something, while it's saving or auto-saving. I think as a general rule, you can actually just take memory cards out of a running PS2. Right. And it's it's not necessarily going to like cause any issues because sometimes a game will say like oh there's no no space on this memory card remove it and insert another one and i think that's fine but yeah, i was always working under that assumption unless yeah. you're saying don't remove the memory card you're probably fine to no exactly the yeah so that i mean in terms of major fights we wouldn't fight over consoles really because we were lucky boys mm. but um we would we would use the consoles in as as a proxy for other fights right so yeah nice what about you? You have you've got sibs. I do have sibs. I have multiple sibs, and uh, I'm I'm the eldest, the eldest sib, mm-hmm. uh, by three years. And then there's two sisters between me and my brother. Right. Um, all three years apart. Yeah. So I was the only person interested in playing games for a long time, mm. and even now, my, my brother's into clothes and girls and 
you know, hairspray and yeah. looking looking fashionable. Smelling nice. Exactly. And... Like, not like me at all at that age. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was... He was interested in games for a bit, but like even then, I'd had consoles for ages by that point, and I was able just to like he was the one looking at my screen okay. rather than the other way around. Yeah. Uh, the the closest I had was my cousin. I was very close to growing up because he didn't live too far away, and he mm. was only, he was less than a year older than me. Um, and uh, he he got all the cool things. He had a he had a, a Mega Drive. He had a Nintendo sixty four, the, oh. the special Pikachu one. Oh. Uh, he got all the Pokemon games on Game Boy mm-hmm. first before I did. Uh, one of which, so I used to watch him play a lot. I used right. to watch him play a lot of that. But he got Pokemon Gold, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever because it had like a phone in the game mm-hmm. where you could call up trainers that you'd battled before oh. that was mind-blowing to me i thought that was incredible the, the pokey gear is one of the greatest innovations in games yeah particularly pokemon games it, to, to this day to this day yeah it blew my mind at the time and i thought i need to play this and i don't know how but i persuaded him to let me borrow his pokemon gold and of course you only get one save uh, so okay. it's like right you can play it but don't save it and i was yeah. like okay so i had the the charger the mains adapter for the Game Boy so I could leave it plugged in right. so it's not running off the battery power so I didn't have to turn it off right so I could just play not save it and just keep it on forever oh my god that just sounds keep playing it. like it's not very good for the Game Boy I've still got the Game Boy the Game Boy's fine okay the Game Boy's alright that's um, pretty good but what did happen was in the Pokemon games where you when you have too many Pokemans mm. you can only carry six right oh you've got a You've got a unicorn hair. Oh, there. have I? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Little little twist, little pokems there. Thank you for that. Little Pokemon. Little pokey hair. Oh, it's still doing it. It's there just it is. trying to. It's just trying to get. There it is. You got it. I got it. Okay, it's in. Can everyone just stop? Oh no! It's, it's... Can everyone stop watching the? Uh... Hang on. Can we just switch to audio version, please? Let yeah. Me... Okay, you're looking good. Is he looking good? Everyone in the comments, let Peter know how good he's looking. Thank you. Thank there you. Thank you for, for getting that for me, Ben. That's okay. It just slowly across the conversation just unfurls. It does, yeah. Like a peacock. It's because it I only something. do it when I go on uh, go on video. What I should do is like style it well in advance. I say style. All I do is, is sweep it. But I should sweep it well in advance. And then it has time to sort of settle. It's true. Peter looks but, like yeah. Dennis the Menace when we're not filming yeah, on a day. It's definitely. all just spiky all over the place. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. When you you only have six Pokemans in your party. And when you right. catch another one, mm. it automatically transfers it to your personal computer. Where you can then go and withdraw Pokemon and deposit Pokemon and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Uh, in gold... Uh, and silver and and all the other ones actually you have multiple pc boxes so you can only have so many pokemon in a box right and then it has to change to a different box so i had been catching loads of pokemon uh, and i went to change box on my pc and it saves when you do that oh no and i didn't know that that i'd been so careful yeah. not to save it, and i didn't know that it was going to do that and i was absolutely mortified and terrified what did you do well i went into school the next day and i told my my best friend jack Mm -hmm. um and uh jack just told my cousin oh jack and my cousin threw a rock at me no (laughs) he threw a rock at you a rock at me a rock how big is this rock like maybe maybe about this big maybe an inch an inch all the way around yeah, just a stone he picked up off the floor and he threw it at me oh my god what um, happened did he get in trouble for doing that I don't think so he was really mad I don't think it, hit, it may have hit me in the leg but I was wearing trousers so it wasn't too bad oh. um, and then and then I can't remember anything else after that but I distinctly yeah, remember it in the head. Yeah, maybe that's it I woke up 10 years later <laughs> um, in the back of the Skyrim cart that's yeah. the meme isn't it 
Um, yeah, so that that was that was my my only fight experience from sort of a sibling person uh, having video game, video game issues. Yes, I got a rock thrown at me for oh saving over his game on Pokemon. Uh, but then it was fine. It was. It's all good. We're still good. We laughed about it recently. He yeah. said he couldn't even remember throwing the rock, and I was like, "I bloody do." Yeah, throw a rock at me. There's things like that from my childhood where you know only the one party remembers it because they were the one. They were the to... traumatized one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I went to my cousin's house once, and uh, I apparently I don't remember why I did it, but um, I I like smashed my chin open on the floor. Oh god! Like split it open. I think I. I'm told I was jumping onto like this big beanbag, like Superman. <laughs> sure, but, yeah. But and like my body landed on it, but like my head then went down oh, onto like a hard floor. No. And apparently, I just told my aunt that like my cousin had pushed me, and she she tells me that yeah, you, you do realize you said it was me. I went to hospital and had like three stitches in wow. my chin. Wow. And apparently, I, for some maybe I just felt really silly, so I just said, oh yeah, she pushed me. <laughs> and uh, she got like I was trying to be Superman. She got bollocked for it apparently. Well, and I don't remember saying that, but she she assures me. I think you owe her reparations. Happen. Well, I've already I've tried. She gets to smash your chin. Yeah, I think now. And, and then uh, yeah, she gets to do it for real. Yeah. No, I think I think you're owed, she she she's owed a favor, I reckon. Yeah. Well, there we go. Thank you for that question. Mm. And now, Peter, it's time to move on to one of the most groundbreaking segments in all of podcasting. Uh, unheard yeah. of, previously unheard of, uh, pioneered here. We have a sort of bonus question leading into this, don't we? We do. Do you want to take it? Uh, sure. This is this is from uh, Jason McMillan. Mm. That's a very easy name to read. It is. Yeah. Um, Jason McMillan, bonus question 1B, says... There is only one question I need answered. What are you playing? Ah! Peter Austin. Yes. What we playing, Peter boom, Austin? Boom, tell boom, me what boom. you're playing, please. That should be the new theme tune for the segment. What, like sort of a, a rough Bodger and Badger theme tune <laughs> ripoff? <laughs> yeah. Peter definitely. Austin, what you playing? Tell me, please. <laughs> uh, I have been... Would you believe? No. Oh, okay. I wouldn't. Never mind. Go on, pigs. Oh, um, I, I in in preparation mm. for um, for live streams from from our other venture. Yes. Um, I did a little bit this week of Spyro the Dragon. Oh, you played some Spyro. There's the Treasure Trilogy, which is not what it turned out to be called. Remember, was that, that was, what it was? That was what the rumor. Yeah. That would be way better than the reignited. Reignited. Yeah. Reignited is a weird word, anyway. Yeah. Maybe that's why, because it's a USP, but it's because well, it looks like rain. You know, like yes. the word rain. Rainated. Yeah. Rain. Rainited. Rain. Rainited. Yeah, rain. Rainated. Rain. Reignited. No. Rain. Rainited. Reignited. Yeah. Rainited. Rain. I bleed. Rainited. Yeah. Rainited until I die. Rain. Go do a sport. Rainited. Rainited. I don't know what's what we're doing. Um. Yeah. I just. I, I. I was kind of thinking about it because I know that like in the next couple of weeks I'll probably be doing doing a stream on it, yeah. and it just it kind of made me think not played that game in a long time now yeah we like, sort of just burned we looked forward to it for so long yeah burned through it in a month and that was it and then yeah i don't think i've really picked it up since then no so it just kind of made me it was also partly because like i've i've uh been dabbling a, not very much in uh in in this the spider-man's yeah. um, but my games are sorted alphabetically on my playstation and spyro is right next to it oh so what so, so you've been going into you've not been still not been playing spider-man no i mean i've i've played a bit but uh yeah like i I've, I've just been i couldn't help myself i was like oh that's that game that i i literally waited years and years and years for and then i played it through once and then <laughs> yeah, never again that's it um 
and I think I had to use a, a clip of it in a in a list recently. So uh, it kind of just made me want to, you know, sometimes you get an itch that you need to scratch. Yeah, a little spire itch. Yeah, a little spire itch. Um, mm. Still haven't played it. Still not playing it with the um, the new soundtrack that they've made You're for not. the game. No, not. I've I've heard like a couple of tracks in like other people's clips and things like that, and I just don't like it. Wow. Some of the some of the actual notes are wrong, like the actual <laughs> melody changes. It's very important to you. It's like if someone... Well, I mean, it is if, if the, the main actual tune of a song has changed. I don't mind if, like, so much if the instrumentation's changed, but it's like someone re doing a remaster of Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star and going, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. That's kind of what it is. A remaster of Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Yeah. Dr. But, Dre. Because it's, like, in tune. Mm. So, you know, they've chosen notes from the correct kind of scale. So it doesn't sound like right. there's just, like, a... Ah! Like no, out of nowhere. Yeah, but it's just the wrong one. So um, I can tell. I can tell that's really annoying. You. It's it, well, it's not annoying me because I don't listen to it. Well, I but if I had to, that. then I'd be real cross. Especially given that one of the worst defenders is um, Dark Passage from Spyro One, which is one of my favorite levels. I don't oh. want to play through my favorite level and hear like. Um, so it does I, make me a bit cross. I but. had the, the classic one on for like all of five minutes and I thought, you know what? This is a proper remaster. I'm going to have the full thing on. Yeah. But I don't know the, the music as encyclopedically as you do. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's probably an issue. But apart from that, I'm really enjoying it. There's been an update. You can now turn the motion blur off. I never had an issue with it, but oh. some people were feeling really sickums playing, playing. I never Spyro had an issue with the motion blur. I had an issue with the gliding. Yeah, because the gliding frames seemed very different and weird, and I yeah. had a lot of issues. I died more to just falling off levels than I did mm -hmm. to anything else. He has like a weird thing uh, where if he reaches an edge, he sort of hops up without using a hover. Yeah, um, that threw that me off. Doesn't loads. happen all the time. It's yeah. really difficult to time your triangle presses now because yeah. you could know before you could get it pixel perfect, mm. or you could press triangle when you were your snout was touching the thing. Yeah, but now because he tries to grab stuff. You overcompensate. Mm. You do it early, and then you just smack into the wall. And he does this stupid headbutt thing now. Biff, and go, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no, I'm falling. I can't hover down to the floor. I'll yeah, die now. That's true. Um, yeah, but they've, they've done an update. They've done various bug fixes. I, I, I checked the patch notes, and I think Spyro 3 hasn't had that much work done on it. So that, no. you know, the one really buggy entry into the trilogy still probably has, has <laughs> issues. They've added subtitles as well for all the cutscenes. Yeah, it was like weird that. that that wasn't in there anyway, was yeah. it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, just been enjoying that. But uh, I do, I want to, I just want to get a bit more, a bit further into Spider-Man before I bring yes. it to what we're playing. So you maybe Are next you enjoying week. it, though? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. It is like Such it's like playing Spider-Man Two again, isn't it? Just yeah. the but, but better. <laughs> Talking of music, that's as much as anything else. That's what I really like about the new Spider-Man, the Insomniac Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. It's like when you get swinging and suddenly the music just kicks in. Yeah, feels great. So. Hello. Sorry, it's it's burned. That one is burned into my yeah. mind because I played that game. So I I finished that game on on New Game Plus on the hardest difficulty. Oh, for, did you? Yeah, for the extra trophies they added. I I haven't played a game like that for a while. That I have, I, I'm not really getting anything out of it other than there's a gold trophy to get. But like I I felt really. I just wanted to play it. Again. Yeah. Like that game is is. Like it, again, it, it didn't get like hundred percents and stuff. It mm. was like really high eighties around the ninety mark, which is exceptional, obviously. Mm -hmm. But like that game was, I I loved that game yeah. so much. It completely it took me on an on a wonderful journey. It's really sort of carefully done. I think they've mm. they've really, you know, they've not just gone oh we'll 
poop out a Spider-Man game. It's not that hard. It's just yeah. as, as long as you do some swings, then it's Spider-Man, right? Biff the Whip Pal. Yeah, absolutely. But no, they, they put a lot of love into it, so that's good. But yeah. more of that maybe next week or whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Ben, yeah. I've got a good idea what you might have been playing this yes. week. Yeah. What you playing? I played Bloodborne. So as I mentioned on the podcast last week, um, I was uh, just about to head off on a fun Bloodborne weekend with my friends. Right. To play through all of Bloodborne because one of my friends hasn't played through it. And we're yeah. sort of catching him up. So we played through, we did finish the whole thing and we just started the DLC. And that's what I spent my whole weekend playing. And it was brilliant. But the whole time I was thinking, oh, Sekiro is, Sekiro. it's downloaded on my PlayStation and I really want to play it. Uh, so I finally was able to play it on uh, the, sort of the, the start of this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we made a video about it. Uh, new new uh, format called Quipscope. Quipscope. Where we're looking at new releases uh, that we have been playing, but, you know, haven't had the time to play all the way through to yeah. properly review it. So we're just having a discussion we'll about how we're scoped them out quickly. Quipply, quipply. Yeah. Um, and then also I streamed it as well at the start of the week. Mm-hmm. I have played it since then and it is still... Very hard. Yeah. Uh, still, still trying to unlearn all of my all of my ingrained Bloodborne and, and Dark Souls knowledge because it's one thing going from Dark Souls to Bloodborne, which is similar but has controls that are slightly different, and mm. that took a little bit of transitioning for me because I've played so much Dark Souls yeah. over the last year. To come back to Bloodborne was quite a challenge, uh, but then. I've just I was just losing my mind playing because I played a bit of Bloodborne to continue the DLC that I started with my friends at the weekend. Right. So I played a little bit of that earlier in the week and I was all over the place. I was pressing all the wrong buttons. I, when we played Mortal Kombat 11, mm-hmm. the beta on stream earlier this week, I tried to press R3 to lock on to the person I was fighting. Oh yeah, you did say that, what, didn't you? What the hell is wrong a, with me? A, a Bloodborne thing or a, yeah. a Souls thing? Yeah, a From Software thing. R three to lock on to to an opponent, or you know, and that's what I tried to do in a one on one fighting game. I don't know what's wrong with me? You know, yeah, yeah. Felt like a madman. Uh, you but are. I've made it a bit further. I defeated the big drunk man. Oh, good. I worked it out how to do it. I was able to take out all of the people around him, and then. Um, sort of lose him, mm-hmm. do a sneaky sneak up behind him and then get um, get a stealth attack to take off one of his hip, hip uh, like his, his instant kills because yeah. you've got to do it twice for, for the bigger enemies. Um, and then I was able just to fight him normally and by the skin of my teeth, I managed to beat him. Must be satisfying though. Like, yeah, it is. Someone who's just been absolutely trouncing you the whole time and then you finally you finally get that. And I remember I had, yeah. I had that with Kingdom Hearts on the PS2 because some hard bosses in that game. Mm-hmm. And then when you finally do it, you're like, oh, yeah. Yes. I am struggling to f- to strike the balance between scrappily using every tool in my arsenal to just about make yeah. it and also be just good at the game and like parry and stuff. So I'll survive with like a tiny amount of health. I'll have used up my my die twice to come back. I'll have used up all of my spirit emblems to do my special shinobi prosthetic attacks mm-hmm. like with the the flame barrel and the big axe and the shurikens and stuff. Yeah. And and I'll I'll beat him and be like does it feel like a hollow victory? I'm not that's sure. That's, that's where it, it feels less satisfying when you're like, okay, I did it, but I've got I've got like three percent health left. Yeah, I've used all of my you know health potions or whatever it, whatever game it is that you're playing. It's like, mm. uh, yeah, I did it, but at, at what, what cost? cost? <laughs> the important difference is that I'm not when I defeat these these they're not even main bosses yet like mm. I, I tried to take on a main boss called lady butterfly and people who play Sekiro are very familiar with lady butterfly she is a bastard right um, but i gave up on her i'll come back later when i'm when i'm better um 
because again like there's loads of different paths you can go down yeah. like if you get stuck on one and just go somewhere else and see how you get on that in that direction mm-hmm. um thankfully for me it it's less about when i defeat these bosses finally mm-hmm. or these mini bosses it's less about oh thank god it's over right i'm finally done with it there, there's more of a sense of pride and accomplishment than there is of a sense of thank god that's over don't have to do that again right like because if you're bashing your head against a brick wall for ages in a video game sometimes you're like ah, i just want i just want to be done with yeah. this isn't fun i just want to be done with it yeah but thankfully the the sense of ah oh, i did it mm. i beat the thing is 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 far more powerful than the uh than the alternative okay thank god well i'm glad to hear that yeah uh, is this drunken like... man does he fight in a kind of drunken drunken style so he's called something the drunkard right he's really really big he's like twice as tall as you are and five times as wide mm. and he's got this huge curved sword and he's got this thing and he drinks from it and it's, he spits poison out he spits poison on his blade right and his attacks are very sort of sweeping and like sort of whoa, because uh, all over the place. there was a guy in Mortal Kombat I don't know if he's still in the roster or not who would like drink uh from a bottle and sort of spit it and do do things like that oh okay but also there's there's a way of fighting in some martial art yes yeah, that is like a, kung fu or something yeah, yeah. lay lay Long in uh, tekken 3 used to do a couple of he would like you could make him start like doing that and then yeah. he could like swing his yeah something about like your weight and the way you throw your body i think yeah and also making your opponent completely off guard yeah. as well like they don't know what to expect mm. i have been watching a load of guide videos and stuff oh and yeah something that that I think is is a weird control choice. You can customize a lot of the buttons, which, thank God, I didn't realize that. Oh, okay. Uh, the button to switch which Shinobi prosthetic you have equipped on your arm mm. is triangle. And to use an item in your quick select bar, yeah. you have to press, I think it's down. But then to scroll between them, you have to press left and right. So while you're moving around in the environment trying to like evade enemies and desperately trying to scroll through your stuff for, for your healing items. You have to hold it like sort of like a crab claw to, to move and also you have to bring your fingers up over the top of the controller to press the directional buttons and then press another directional button to, to use it, which is really unwieldy and quite difficult to yeah, do. Yeah, sounds, sounds um, tricky. So thankfully what you can do is switch use item to triangle. Okay. Because you're you're far more likely to be using items, you know, far more often than mm. you are to be switching your prosthetic. Right. So it just makes far more sense for like down to switch prosthetic and triangle to use your item. Because mm. triangles actually heal yourself in Bloodborne. Uh, so okay. that that just make there's there's lots of small things you can do to make the game feel a, a little a little less sort of I don't know intimidating yeah because that's just an extra level of kind of difficulty that yeah. you don't need isn't yeah it? it's just not necessary having to yeah mm. but it, yeah. it is phenomenal i've just gone through this um lots of people will have seen from pre-release material there's like a bit with a with a giant world snake thing. i've seen that thing yeah and that that whole section is is really good because mm-hmm. it's it's the first I, I would say you know this is different from most from software games in that it's not a dark souls game it's not a bloodborne game mm. this is while it has many similarities there is a there is a real narrative here with a sense of linearity at times. Right. And this whole level is very linear and it's just basically a sneaking mission. Okay. Where you have to just get through this valley without being spotted by this snake. And mm. it's really good. Um so yeah, it's it, I'm really enjoying it. I'm I think about it all the time. Yeah. I keep wanting to play it, but then not having the time to do it. So oh. tonight, hopefully, 
I'm going to spend a little bit more time uh, playing Blood, uh, not Bloodborne, Bloodborne. Uh, Sekiro, and also this weekend as well, playing a lot. You've got more a whole weekend ahead of you to play it. Yeah, yeah I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, but again, thank you to Activision for sending us the code mm, for that. Absolutely. Um, and that's it. That's what I'd be playing. Cool. Yes. Great. Yes. Uh, we've got a question, Ben. Yes. This is from Rory. Uh, Gargamel. Gar- Gargamel. Rory Gargamel. Uh, Gemmel. Gemmel. With the lack of success of video game movies, would it not be better adapting them to a TV series? Would side quests and secondary characters not bode well with a longer running time or just become filler episodes? Uh, if this were to work, what games would you like to see become a TV series? Yeah, this is a this is an interesting question mm. because, of course, the the most high profile one probably going currently is The Witcher. Yeah. The Witcher's getting a Netflix adaptation this year or maybe next year. It must year? be soon. Because it They've was announced talking about it. Yeah. There were photos because it's got Henry Cavill in, which mm. I think is a, it's a huge get yeah. for, a, for a video game adaptation mm. uh, at least. And he's going to be playing Geralt, The Witcher. Gerald. Yeah. Gerald. Gerald, the Witcher. Yeah, Rory Gerald. And there are already photos of him. Photos came out last year of him wearing the, the great Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's so right. It's been floating around for a while. It was a slightly dodgy uh, hair hair job, I it think. Was. But, it was. But, yeah, it but was. But like, he wasn't, he didn't have like his scruff or his beard or anything. No, or and it was scar, just sort of so. a promotional image. It's not exactly indicative. Yeah. Of, I'm sure it'll be better. Yeah. I'm sure it will. But what do you think, Peter? Because video game movies are always awful. Yeah, they are. Um... I mean, yeah, I maybe maybe that's right. Maybe it does. I mean, if a video game itself, like as a general rule, you know, a AAA title might be between six and, well, maybe up to 20, 30 hours, 40 mm-hmm. hours, depending on what kind of game it is. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a movie by its very nature is only going to be like two hours-ish long. Yeah. Maybe it does make sense to, to make them run over a much longer period, you know, eight seasons with like 40-minute yeah. episodes or whatever. I've heard good things about the Castlevania adaptation. Yes. I've not seen it yet. No, that's but, um, true. I'm not really a massive Castlevania fan. I liked Lords of Shadow, mm. uh, but that, I think a lot of people would say that's not real Castlevania. But, yeah, uh, not in the original style. It's, no. still, it's an excellent game, but it's yeah. not in sort of the original mm. Castlevania. I'm not a Castlevania fan either, which is why I haven't seen yeah. the show, but I have heard amazing things. Uh, th- there are, of course, lots of animated... Yeah, of course. Video yeah. game adaptation shows, you know, Pokemon, Halo. Uh, yeah, Halo. But basically, all of all of the Japanese games mm. have have had animes at various points. Yeah, that's true. But in terms of a proper adaptation, there aren't too many out there. Certainly, no. none of note. Whereas The Witcher could change that. Mm. Um, and I, I think generally, in terms of games, we'd like to see things like Fallout. Um, basically, any world, any sort of open world RPGs or RPGs in general. I think are ripe for the picking. Yeah. Just because you could adapt some of the side quests in The Witcher into an entire episode. Mm. Like overarching narrative, but then one episode he just goes and helps helps the the horrible drunk uh what's his name? The the mayor of that town where everyone's yeah. everyone's got a brummy accent. Right. Um with, with his like dead child and stuff. That was an amazing side yeah, quest. Yeah, literally just lends itself to just, you know. Here's yeah. 45 minutes or whatever of uh, I'm doing this one thing for this one episode. Standalone. Yeah, here's a side quest. Yeah. And then you could have, you know, a series arc with the main quest, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. No, that's a good idea. Um, I know that there is talk of a Little Nightmares uh, TV Ooh, adaptation. Okay. I really like that game. Like, in certainly like the visual style. I don't know how they're going to translate it, whether it's going to be like live action or kind of that almost claymation looking... Tim Burton style, yeah. um, you know, that it is in the game. 
Um, but uh, and I don't even know how they got, how they would make a narrative out of it because because the character doesn't speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I guess they've they've got ideas. It's certainly a world I'd like to explore. I think that's the thing. Like sometimes yeah. it just just takes a good world. You talk about Fallout. You know that doesn't have uh, a specific character like a lead character because of its the very nature. You know, you yeah. you build your own. It's an RPG. Um, but in a way, that maybe that makes it like a prime. A prime example of a of something that could be a- adapted because you know the Witcher they're going to have to make sure that they emulate the character very well yeah and everyone knows what Geralt is supposed to be like in and their what heads, he sounds like and what he sounds well. like and what he looks like um, same with like the idea of a of a, an Uncharted film or mm-hmm. or TV series I kind of I I only want to see the actual Nathan Drake I don't yeah. want to see someone trying to play him no but something like Fallout or you know Elder Scrolls or something like that. They the, can be adapted. Yeah, they can be adapted, and and the lead can be anyone they want. Like the the writers and the and the producers can just come up with this lead character, and we're not going to go. But he doesn't look like you know yeah. the lone wanderer. It, well, it's fine. Yeah. Know? Certain games wouldn't work though. Yeah. Like in my head, I was just thinking, oh, what about a Mass Effect TV ser- series? No, actually, no, I don't think I want that. Because what made Mass Effect so good was was the choices that you could make mm. and the relationships you built with with the characters as you went through. Yeah, I don't think that would translate to a TV show, and I don't think unless unless they get the correct writers on board, Mass Effect Andromeda and to a lesser extent Mass Effect Three proved that it can go wrong. Yeah, you can get it wrong, and it could just be this the most generic sci-fi TV show ever, just featuring familiar aliens yeah and and that would be crap uh so it would all of these would have to be done very well fallout i think probably lends itself best to it just because it's you can do anything and mm. kind of say that it fits in with the law. yeah you just said it in that world yeah and um, there, there's a man in, there's a bit of power armor oh there's a nice little reference yeah, I wonder yeah. If we'll see something to do with that later on mm. um but yeah like i, I think I'm, i've got high hopes for the witcher series i really do hope it's good mm-hmm I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, I think in general the answer to the question would be, yeah, I think maybe maybe it, it would be better to uh, adapt games to TV series more often mm. than than movies. Yeah. yeah. When when has a TV uh, has a video game movie ever been good? Did you find well, any when you did your list? No. Any good ones? Well, that's the thing. Like, it's, I mean, good is subjective. Well, because I know people people will enjoy video game films. Mm. Like we went to see Rampage last year. Yeah, and that was entertaining enough but it was bad it was bad but i actually i think more than you as well i i quite enjoyed it right in a, with dwayne the rock yeah and dwayne i felt Therick. i felt silly about it but i thought yeah i kind of felt that's the fun. thing you can enjoy these films like yeah. some people enjoyed the assassin's creed film from a couple of years mm. ago as well but speaking from a critical perspective yeah the best reviewed video game movies ever mm. are last year's tomb raider Right. And Rampage, which are tied for fifty percent on oh, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, see that. So like, there's there's no critically good video game films. There just aren't any. Mm. Like, you can enjoy them, but there aren't any critically good ones. No. So people just they just can't get it right because you're well, trying so to contrived. condense this. Well, exactly. You're trying to condense all this stuff into two hours, yeah. as you said. It doesn't work. But a TV show. Now that that could work if done right. Mm. And the way the Persona Four anime does it is so good because not only is it an anime retelling the story of the game, mm. but it features video a very small and subtle video game aspects to it as well. Right. Not like Scott Pilgrim where he sees a one-up and he grabs yeah, it and says yeah. one-up. Not, not like that. But like in Persona, as you make your way through, you have various stats like uh, 
bravery, intelligence, charisma, mm. all that kind of stuff. And the higher they go, you train those up by spending your free time at the library or at the batting cages or right. lifting weights and stuff. And depending on what your stats are, that will affect who you can, you know, proceed relationships with in the game, be they romantic or just regular. Yeah. Like if you're a brave person, you're talking to another brave person, they go, I like how brave you are, etc., etc. Mm -hmm. So as the anime proceeds, you start off basically just being this mute, monosyllabic guy yeah. the protagonist is and then as it goes he becomes more articulate and at the end of certain sections it'll actually come up with that screen of the different stats and one thing will level up it'll say like courage leveled up okay and it'll just be a really subtle thing and in the next episode you'll notice he's actually doing things that he wasn't doing before okay yeah so it's it's really subtle but video game adaptations could easily introduce something like that where it's presenting it as if it's serious fiction mm. but then it still has little overlaid elements of the video game itself yeah well like in fallout for example you could they could have like on their on their pit boy they, yeah. they could have like something saying how many rads they're currently at yeah. like you know or location discovered and yeah stuff like that yeah exactly sort of in-game things anyway they, there's so many things they could do with it and people have speculated for years whether they will eventually get it right it's mm. one thing but the important thing is that they're getting the video games right, at least. Yeah, that's, that's what true. we're here to discuss. Yeah. Peter. Mm. It's time for weird news. This just ends weird. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Weird news time. I put it down. It's in weird. Pick during it up. the transition. Weird. Welcome to Weird News. This is where we both bring a weird video game news story along mm. and present it to the other person and see what they make of it. This time on my weird news, I'm just accepting a privacy agreement. Oh. And here I go. This comes to us from Destructoid. And uh, Chris Moyes wrote this article. Thanks, Chris. The title is Man Busted for Buying Cheap PS4 Console After Pretending It Was Fruit. So this is actually from January, or the Wait. end of January. See if you can make sense of that head title. Head title? Headline. Man busted for buying cheap PS4 console after pretending it was fruit. Man busted for buying it? 
yeah. after pretending it was oh yeah I know this story I've re- I've I've worked out what they're trying to say right but really badly but yeah okay yeah Are you ready yeah I'm ready in France a teenager has been busted after using a self-service checkout to buy a PlayStation 4 console for less than a tenner. 19-year-old Adele picked up the console at a local supermarket and hefted it over to the fruit and veg section where he weighed, weighed the console to bag himself a DIY price point. Yeah. So he picked up the PS4, took it to the little scales, and then printed off a sticker that said £10. I think he said bananas, didn't he? I think so, I yeah. Think he he selected bananas. Recognising the console as a six-pound bag of fruit, the scales gave Adele a price sticker for nine euros, which he then used to scan the PS4 through the store's self-service checkout. Mad. It's believed that Adele later sold the console for around a hundred euros, which is a bargain yeah. for anyone who bought that. Should have sold it a lot higher than that. To pay for a train ticket to his hometown of Nice in southern in southern France. Oh. Uh, so I don't know what that's about, but it's kind of sad actually. God, at that he, point. Want, he desperately wanted to get home. He was like, "I'm going to have to go and get a PS." PS4 worth mm. of bananas, or a bananas worth of PS4. However, don't feel too bad. Mm-hmm. Seemingly onto a sure thing, the master criminal then attempted the exact oh. same shtick at the exact same store the very next day. But he'd got away with it. Where he, he was just... ultimately apprehended. <laughs> Didn't realise it happened twice. Yeah, he, he went could... back. He should have just... Oh. That's the thing about a criminal, they always return to they the do. scene of the crime. Yeah. Mm. Earlier this month, a court sentenced him to an eight-month suspended sentence. Oh, and in accordance with French law, he's also barred from holding public office for a further five years. Oh, no. But I wanted to elect, what was his name? Adele. Adele. I wanted Adele to be mayor. Le maire. Le maire. Yeah. Le maire. Le maire maire de Nice. Well, Adele... You're a silly boy, but I hope you got home all right. Yeah, I hope you I hope you made it to Nice okay. And had some of Mama's famous biscuits. Dans le sud. And Grandma's uh, lovely carrot soup. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Oh, God. That sounds like a weird Austin family tradition. No, we don't, no you don't have Grandma's do that one. carrot soup at all. <laughs> no. Um, Grandma carrots. It's a special breed. Mm. They're, they're grey. Oh, no. <laughs> and they've got beards on the ends. Oh, no. Little stubs. <laughs> little stubbles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was I thought that was excellent. It is excellent. Because people always abuse the self-service checkouts, and they, they, they've gotten wise <laughs> but, to it now. But not always in that they way. They walk through with a PS4. Surely a PS4 would have like a... I, this is what it. I don't understand. Yeah, it surely would have a tag on it. And they also don't just have PS4s on the shelves. Like, they would have display boxes yeah. or, like, little cards, at least in the UK, that you would take to a the counter and then they would go and get it from the back. Well, not in La, La France. Well, hopefully they've they've learned, as well as Adele, yeah. that, you know, people will just pretend it's bananas <laughs> and try and buy it. Think of all the other things. You, you could do it, like, if the margin was smaller, you might get away, you might be more likely to get away with it. Like, you could get... Alcohol, if that's not tagged yeah, in no, France, which it is in the UK quite often. Well, everybody drinks in France, all ages. Yeah, so, you no know, point tagging it. It's because... it's stocked with the soft drinks at the front of the supermarket. Yeah, I think it, don't they? Some places have a tap that just has wine. Yeah, it's a water the wine tap. Le 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 fountain de l'eau de l'eau, but it's not le. No, it's vin, vin de vin. Le fountain de vin. I don't know what fountain is in, fr- in French. Fountain. Fountain. Le fountain de vin. Du vin. <laughs> oh. Anyway, Peter, what, Dreadful. Have you, what have you brought for uh, me? This was submitted by someone whose name I will name drop later, but it would mean I have to close the page that I've opened. Oh, okay. That's fine. We'll, we'll do it later. But this is a, a story according to Bailiwick Express, that reputable, well-known... I love Bailiwick Express. ...news outlet. Uh, headline... 
Minecraft Bibles donated in bid to boost religious education. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Minecraft Bibles donated in bid to boost religious education. Okay, so is this is this just a, a Bible but with all the phrases replaced with Minecraft things? Well, let me let me read you more. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you more. Please do. At a time when religion is at an all-time low. Oh no! Amongst Jersey's youth, church. Is this Jersey, the Isle of Jersey, or Jersey and... It doesn't actually say, New but it Jersey. seems to be a British website, so I think it's Jersey. The Isle of Jersey. Just the Isle of... Old Jersey. Okay. Yeah. And regular they're, Jersey. They're in school uniform, so I'm guessing it's regular old Jersey. Okay. Uh, at a time where religious uh, religion is at an all-time all low... All-time low! Amongst Jersey's youth, church groups have looked to popular video game, Minecraft, Ooh. to get children into the Bible. Are you into the Bible, Ben? Dude, I'm I'm nearly swore. I'm I'm bloody kick flipping on the Bible, my my man. <laughs> to give children the building blocks of Christianity. <laughs> local schools were recently gifted Bibles inspired by Minecraft. Did, does Microsoft have to sign off on this stuff? Do you think? Well, it's apparently the title is the unofficial Bible for Minecrafters. Hyphen stories from the Bible told block by block. Oh Christ. Recreate stories, including the Garden of Even. I don't think that's a Minecraft thing, is it? Is Even? what it says here. I don't know if that's a really bad typo or if it's like... Imagine doing a news story about the Bible and saying, I think it's about a guy named Bod. Uh, <laughs> Bod. Jeebus Cripes and Bod. The first man, Alan, and his wife, Ed. <laughs> Ellen. Ellen. Alan and Ellen. Alan and Ellen. Steve. It's, uh, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Not Alan and Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> block by block. Um, it recreates Bible stories, including the Garden of Even and Noah's Ark. In 3D, Noah's Arch. Noah's Arch in 3D form and is meant for children aged 7 to 11. Right. If you're 12, do not read. Get the out. Get out. Copies of it were recently do donated to a number of primary schools as part of the Bible donation program launched by the Religious Education Advisory Council, REAC. Are they sorry? React. Are they, are they, <laughs> react seems like a knee-jerk reaction. It does. Is there a is there a website where I can where I, a moral upstanding citizen not in Jersey or seven to eleven years old, can buy a Minecraft Bible? Probably. I'm sure it exists elsewhere. It's just that they've. I want to see it. Right I don't think bad. they've commissioned and published this themselves. I think they've just bought a bunch of them and then given them to. 24 schools, it says. Any have, Jersey children listeners who have a copy, let us know. The, the kids, I'll show you the photo at the end. The kids okay. look really, like, not particularly impressed. Like, thanks for my Minecraft. We don't even play Minecraft. It's about Fortnite now. Yeah, typical, the Fortnite Bible. Typical church. <laughs> um, in total, 24 schools have received Bibles, with secondary schools receiving copies of the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible. I don't think that's Minecraft related. No, that's just the regular old Bible. The Bible, they just get... Yeah, some New Testament. Great. Um, yeah, so the, the stories are retold in block form yeah. and describe events using Minecraft features and humor. <laughs> Minecraft humor. What is that? Minecraft humor. I'm just seeing if there's a, a fragment, a segment, an extract. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, please, please. I want to I wanna know. Is the, it where, where Joseph gets his technicolored mine, mine cart? Mine cart. <laughs> Dream cart. <laughs> no, it doesn't, there doesn't seem to be an excerpt, which... 
makes me sad, actually. I might have to check Google for the Bible and see if it's on Amazon somewhere. I do want to know what the Minecraft equivalent of Jesus washing uh, a prostitute's feet is. Yeah. That would, that, I, I'm sure that would translate really well. Does Jesus wash a prostitute's feet? I think he, he washes loads of people's feet. Yeah, is but one of I don't them know not if a he, prostitute? Well, he or does, is it just he just hangs out with a prostitute? He hangs out with a prostitute. and, and it, was, Clearly, I need the Minecraft Bible, don't I? And he has a baby with her, according to um, Derek. Darren Brown. Darren. Darren Brown. Daniel Darren Brown. <laughs> David Brown. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if he washes... He might do. He might. He certainly washes lots of other people's I know. feet. Who's to say, right? Almost like it's a story. Oh, goodness me. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the great Lord Notch in the sky. Have you heard that Notch's name has been removed from Minecraft now? Oh, I, honestly, I don't blame them. Notch d- continues to outdo himself on a weekly basis yeah. to how much of an arse he can He does be. seem like a, a bit of an arse. He's a piece of work. Just living in his mansion... With no friends. Really <laughs> angry at the world, going on Twitter, yeah. yelling at minorities and women. <laughs> he sounds great. So then they just go on to justify why Bibles, not just the Minecraft ones, but the exciting New Testament copies in yeah, secondary yeah, schools yeah. have been oh, given. Big time, yeah. just, by having a Bible in class, students can learn how to look up passages and can explore the text <laughs> first hand. Look up passages. They can learn how to look up passages. I, I mean, I think it means find the passages in the Bible, not Look, not go to an alleyway and have a little and, peer. In yeah, the peer to the other end. Good lord! Uh, they can engage directly with the scripts and think about what the text means for believers and for themselves. Not believers. <laughs> mutually exclusive. <laughs> not believers. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm afraid there doesn't appear to be an extract. Oh no! Uh, but I will now search Google. That was yeah. submitted by Fizzy Karma at Fizzy Karma on Twitter. Oh, thank you very much for that. You you have a look. You have a look at that. I'm going to read the next question as okay. we move on to a question now from Matthew Knight. Uh, what's the most expensive piece of video game merchandise that you've ever purchased, and what led you to buy it? Peter, I have an answer for you right now. Yeah, you please give me yours while I find this uh, segment. I pre-ordered and purchased the PlayStation Three in 2007 for 425 pounds. Mm-hmm. For four hundred and twenty-five pounds, it just clicked. Four hundred and twenty-five pounds was the was the standard price of the sixty gigabyte launch PS3 model in the UK. I thought you said for for a hundred and twenty-five pounds. No, that would require weighing it and pretending it's bananas. No, well, yeah, it would. So, uh, how is that? How much it was? Yeah, it was really expensive. I suppose it was. It yeah. was like five hundred and ninety-nine euros or something like that. God. The exchange rate has kind of gone downhill recently for some reason. Well, the price but, has uh, generally gone down as well. Well, I yeah, think. absolutely. Not just but the exchange This was so rate. expensive. It had a Blu-ray player in it. Yeah. And I saved up for so, so long. How long? Do you remember? Uh, at least a couple of years. Like, I had a poster of the PS3 up on my wall for a long time. Right. Yeah, because I was a nerd man. And uh, and the it got... It came out in Japan, then it came out in North America like three months later, and then it got delayed in Europe due to a shortage of mass-produced parts. Oh, my God. For like six months. We had to wait until 2007 to get it. Tragic. Um, And fortunately, that gave me enough time to save up the rest of the money. But yeah, it cost a fortune. My my best friend from childhood, Jack, also pre-ordered it. We lived in the same village, and we both pre-ordered it from the same website. £425 each. Do you know what they did? What? The, The website that we both bought it from. They shipped both of the boxes, both of them to me. We ordered them independently of each other. So they didn't know that you knew each other? No, no, no. Got it delivered to the same village and they shipped them both to me. What? They arrived in one big box and one of them was addressed to him. What? Yeah. So if you'd not known that guy, you could have been like, oh, here's my money back. I'll sell that one to someone. I'll just put it online. Mm -hmm. You probably could have even made a profit on it, potentially, if there was a shortage of parts. 
That is scandalous. Isn't it? So this was from some sort of independent seller, was it? Well, this was from uh, Play.com, which is now Rakuten. Right. Whatever it is. Play used to be amazing. I used to buy all my games from Play.com. Yeah, I remember Play.com. I am listening. I'm just... uh, Uh, No, I know. You're doing important research. I think I've nearly got it. But But in terms of what led me to buy it, it was the PS3. I was was a PlayStation boy through and through over here, and I was so, so excited, regardless of how ridiculously expensive it was. Right. So I was going to buy it whatever price it was. But yeah, that was... uh, Fortunately... I got both of the consoles and was able to tell Jack, hey, I think yours is here. I've got it here. Just so you know. Um, so fortunately, It'll cost you it 20 fine. quid. Yeah, you, there's, there's a handling fee. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, what about you? What was the most expensive gaming thing you've ever bought? Um, do you know, I can't really think specifically. Like, I mean, I bought I bought a PC for several, like, hundred pounds. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that counts because that was more... The spec that I got was more so I could, like, edit on it and capture stuff rather yeah. than just, like, play games. Um, you know, I have I I bought a, a PS4 for, like, 250 quid, mm-hmm. I think, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, like, my my answer that I've, I've written in preparation is that there's something that I own now that would fetch a tidy price considering that okay. it probably cost me about 10 or 15 pounds when I first bought it. Right. Um, I have a copy of Tombi 2. Okay. Uh, Tombi 1 is just so expensive on eBay. Right. Um, because it's it's even rarer than the second. Okay. Um, so that goes for like between two and 500 pounds because people are mad. Wow. Um, Tomb 2 seems to be averaging considering like I say it probably cost me about a tenner as a mm. kid I could sell it for between 50 and 200 pounds wow. for a Playstation 1 game um, that's amazing I'm not going to I never will I'm going to play it until it breaks yes um, enjoy it I will do I do it's a, it's a good game it's a lot of fun but um, yeah I can't there's things that like have a lot of value to me Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think there's there's anything that's like fine you know that's cost me a lot like financially right. other than just like you know a console. Um, but I didn't I didn't buy a PS4 on launch, so that was like 250 quid. Yeah. Um, I got my PS2 from Father Christmas. Nice. Um, nice. So um, yeah, I think that might be it. I remember walking into Game once mm. and seeing a copy of uh, I think it was it was either Ico or Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Both of which go for like about 30 40 quid right. now just because they're 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 relatively uncommon and they've mm. got like a nice cardboard sleeve rather than a plastic case yeah um and i saw it in there it was like two pounds two and quid it, it was already worth like 20 quid at that point so mm. i bought it and just sold it immediately yeah and then years later I was like oh, you idiot and i bought them back off uh, the internet how much did you but, know how uh, much it was roughly it was about 25 quid each to buy to buy each of them okay. but uh, i've got them now yeah they're mine I'm going to hoard them for forever. forever. We'll see how much they cost. Yeah. Right. Ben. Yes. I've found the interior of that book. Oh, okay. Go on. Um, Do it. I've not really looked ahead. Um, so, and at the moment, I'm not seeing any Minecraft references whatsoever. But here's the creation story. Okay. According to the unofficial Bible okay. Minecraft version. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Gabriel. Yes, my lord. Do you see the vast blackness that stretches before us? We shall begin with a big bang. Oh, they've put big bang, apparently. Oh. So they're sort of tying it's it a into science. It's a little bit revisionist, isn't it? So um, there's a photo there of like Minecraft fireworks going off. There is. Is that? Does it have photos in? Does this Bible a, have photos a screen, Yeah, this is, these are the actual pages of the inside. Oh, it okay. looks horrible. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Yeah. Then there's just some bedrock in, in the darkness there. Oh, wow, there is. Yeah. 
So when uh, they say they're tying it in, they're just using game screenshots. I think they do. I think according to that description that there will be actual references in here as well. Yeah. Um, or maybe they don't want to deviate from the word. Maybe. The word of God. The word of the God. The earth was about form and shape, darkness. I'm just. I'm going to skip through it until I... See if you recognize anything. That's just the ocean. Just the there. Minecraft ocean. Where should I begin with this world? I think I will start with water. In the morning... Uh, no Minecraft references. Lots of images that have been sort yeah. of created in Minecraft. Yeah, it's probably because, they, as you said, they don't want to deviate too much from the word of the Lord. Yeah. But also because the pictures are probably the most interesting part of it. God then created all the creatures that moved and swam in the waters and every kind of bird. Every kind of bird. It's just a sea full of chickens, look. Amazing. And one and squid. squid. <laughs> this Bible sounds amazing. God then made wild animals, cattle, sheep, pig, oh. and all sorts of... So there's a sort of Minecraft Yeah, those reference. are Minecraft characters. There's a photo of a animals. cow and a pig and a sheep. Um, yeah, I think that... Oh, goodness me. What's, there's what's... A, a naked Minecraft character with a leaf on his knob. Jesus. That's no, a it's custom not, No, it's Adam. Oh, sorry, yeah. No, Alan. Alan. Alan and Ellen. Alan. Um, oh, I don't oh, think oh. that he wore a leaf on his penis until later on. No, I think he was just... You know, he there, there was no modesty there. They were living in paradise. Right? Yeah, I think that what they should have done is made a, a, a pixel dongus there. Yeah, cowards. Uh, maybe that is his penis and it's just green. It's hard to tell with Minecraft resolution. <sighs> well, maybe that was the curse of being cast out of the Garden of Eden, <laughs> is that we got we got these weird fleshy things when we used to have these amazing green luscious Wilsons. <laughs> man was created to worship and love him. God called this first man, in quotes, Adam. Is what it said. Shouldn't it be Steve? And placed Isn't him in the Minecraft default man. Steve. Yeah, Steve. Well, uh, that's what I was hoping for. And then it just says and placed him in the Garden of Eden. So not the Garden of Eve. Oh God, I give up. I yeah. give up with that. That's... I think I think we're done. There's no no real Minecraft. Um, that's just kids club, isn't it? That's that's the youth youth church kids club trying to trying to relate to the kids just all over again yeah. every time. Oh, God is in it though. That's God taking a rib from Adam. He's just holding oh my a Minecraft. God. He's bone. just a regular sized man. Yeah. That's so weird. Okay, well, that that's it. There's no Minecraft references in that. That's depressing. Sad. Good. Unsubscribe. Oh, there is a creeper. What? How's the creeper in oh, the Oh, the Bible? creeper is the serpent. Oh, wow. Okay, well, that's pretty good. But again, it's just photos, isn't it? It doesn't say creeper. No, it's just, it's it says serpent. Ellen was tempted devil. by a creeper. Yeah. It doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It does hiss, I suppose. Well, that's that's a real letdown there. Oh dear. Kids would be more in, involved and interested if you, you know, if you'd made it about Herobrine, Herobrine, wouldn't they? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Are you ready, Peter? I'm ready. It's time for the big discussion. The biggest. Big discussion this week, Peter. Mm. Borderlands Three. Yeah. There was a live stream at the time of recording yesterday from Gearbox last night, uh, unveiling the new Borderlands and some various other announcements as well. Mm. But principal am among that, I would say, it sort of raised the question. Lots of lots of these big game companies, they're, they're doing streams now instead of conferences. Yeah, they're dropping out of uh, E3. Yeah. And saying, we're going to do something like the week before. We're going to do some streams and stuff. And yeah. It just got us thinking, like, is that is that where things are going? Mm. Because Nintendo have been doing their Nintendo Direct for, for quite some time now. And yeah. they always go down really well. And they always do a big one during E3 week mm. at some point. So they don't have a physical presence there. I think they're on the show floor, but they don't have a physical conference no, presence there. No, they don't get a uh, room full of people. Both PlayStation and EA now have confirmed they're not going to be mm -hmm. at, at E3. However, EA have now confirmed that they're going to be doing EA Play. Mm. Uh, which is a live stream, and it promises more games, less talking, presumably so they don't get booed. Yeah, uh, probably. Or jeered when they're talking about Star Wars Battlefront and yeah. things like that. 
PlayStation have have started doing these new things called uh, State of Play, mm. which is very much like a Nintendo Direct, and they did their first one this week as well. Yeah, which had, I think, some good stuff. But I agree. People were expecting way too much. They said it was going to be about VR stuff yeah. and some software, and people were like, oh, Last of Us 2, PS5 announcement. Yeah. Rubbish. So, come on. It's like five... Five ten minutes, like half an hour long. Why would they not wait for E3 season to do that? If they if they're gonna do that, yes. they'll do a state of play around then and mm. and and talk about it. Or you know, I don't know, but they, be, they certainly won't do it now. I'd be highly surprised if they didn't do a, a state of play uh, during E3 week at some point. Yeah, They'd probably announce it like the week before, and everyone go, ooh, mm. ooh, it's gonna be about VR stuff again. Yeah, uh, but yeah, there was some good VR games in there. Well, there was some non VR stuff there as well, right? There was, yeah. um, you know, we, we saw a bit of um, Days Gone. Yes, and, yeah, we did. Uh, Crash and um, mm-hmm. other things too. But yeah, VR. There was some. Interesting stuff. The there. sequel to sort of the sequel to the London Heist, which yeah. was part of the mini game collection. Everyone's talking about VR worlds, yeah. yeah, which was the best part of VR worlds. Mm. And now they're making it into a full blown game, and yeah. it looks great. I'll, I'll I'll probably get that and play that through. I recognised at least one of the actors. Did you? Yeah. Ah. But it, weirdly, he had an American accent, but I'm pretty sure he's a British guy. Oh. Um, I've seen him in various things, like a bald man, and he's. I couldn't quite tell it was him in the gameplay footage because it was, you know, he's been sort of mapped in, scanned mm. in. But on the like promotional image, I'm 99% sure it's the man who I think it is. Oh, they all look like um, Charlie, uh, what's his name from Charlie Uncharted. Brooker. Not Charlie Brooker. <laughs> you know, the, the, the English one. Charlie... What's his name? Oh, yeah. You know the fella. Yeah, I do. He pretends to be the, the, bald, the bad guy aggressive in Uncharted man. 3, but then, then he's actually best friends. Is he called Charlie... I yeah. think so. Is Charlie. it not Charlie? Oh, we'll I work it out. Yeah. We'll, look him, we'll look him up. Drake. We'll, we'll look him up in a minute. I'm scared of heights. But uh, yeah, so that that was good. I really like that. And I, I think that, that bodes well as well going forward. Mm. Uh, of course, Gearbox did their live stream, as we said this week. And I've, I feel very, very sorry. For, Me too. Because we were watching it last night and we couldn't really believe what was happening. Mm. Because they were... It was a weird conference anyway because it, it they did have a script, but it seemed to be kind of meandering. They had an hour to film. Improvisational. There was yeah. a bit occasionally a bit of like, so what we what's next? What we what we what are we doing now? Yeah, are they ready to come out? Come on out. Uh, it was mainly hosted by Randy Pitchford, who's their CEO and, yeah. and chief bigwig boy. Mm. Um, but then the, you know there there were there were weird bits where they they talked about. Um, because they're now a publisher as well. Mm. They talked through their various uh, games that they were publishing, but they they were talking about very... It was all... You were saying it was the zoom of the camera was on the guy presenting, and he had stuff coming up behind you him, but we couldn't screen. see it. Yeah, like, they never they cut to the sh- wide shot. They didn't show what it was, and he was saying things like, there's this game, and some of you may have heard of it, and it's really good, so you should go and play it. But it was it was just one thing after another. He was just sort of reading off a list. And at one point, um, an image came up on the screen behind him, and he didn't say anything because he was like waiting for the crowd to react to it. Right. So this image comes up, and he sort of goes like, "Yeah, yeah." And it's just a <laughs> close-up of this guy and like a bit of blue screen in the corner, and you're like, "Oh, what yeah. what could that be?" Um, but you know, it, it. I kind of like you say, I felt sorry for them. It was yeah. kind of their first big outing, certainly in a while. I think on so. A, on a lot stage. of people watching because they'd pretty much said 
the new Borderlands is going to be. Yeah, add yeah. This. And it's been seven years since the last main series entry. Really enjoyed watching them count to 47 twice. He did a card trick <laughs> for 15 minutes, a magic trick. And and then before, was it before or after that that he, because it was for this new tabletop game that they've got. Mm. He went through a deck of cards explaining what, what each card did. And it was for like, a game that we don't know how to play yet, you, really. Like, this is madness. Like, so, what is happening? This is the uh, the claptrap clap trap gentleman arm. Yeah. You can see he's holding a monocle. Like I can't. Yeah. Right. Okay. It was it was really weird. But the the bit that I really feel sorry for them, it was when they tried to show off their their trailer for the the Ultra HD free upgrade for Borderlands: The Handsome Collection. Yeah. Which is you know uh, great. Mm, and then absolutely. they they tried to show off the a trailer for Borderlands One Remastered, which yeah. again very exciting. And then Borderlands Three, supremely mm. exciting. But each time, apparently they were given a laptop because it was at PAX, which yeah. is going on at the moment. They were given a laptop by the PAX organizers that was just woefully underpowered. Yeah. And couldn't play a 4K video. It couldn't. So it was just stuttering and freezing. And you could hear the crowd reacting going, oh, yeah. oh God. Uh, at one point, it it just crashed completely. And then they walked back out on stage at, like, and sort of had to improvise and said, well, what you would have seen in yeah. that trailer there. It's an awesome high, high definition <sighs> 4K version. After the second video failed, they sort of had another go at playing it. And it cut to an actual full screen capture of Windows with a taskbar. Yeah. And they're trying to play it in what wasn't VLC. It was probably no. like Windows Media Player or something. Something like and that. And then as they're like clicking, there's a cursor just going around the screen. This little Windows alert comes up in the corner oh, and no. says like... Update Windows Defender. Windows 10 wants to... <laughs> verify your license. Get permissions to play this 4K video at PAX. Mm -hmm. Um and that's you know that's not their fault, and they must have felt really you know I it can was, just I can only uh, imagine the chaos, the people running around backstage. Well, you could hear him after the first one. You could hear Randy Pitchford say, uh, "Let me know as soon as that's ready. You tell me. Yeah, as soon as that's because he must have been losing his mind as you yeah. would like. But the best worst part of it was shortly after that they gave it one more try. It crashed. And then they cut back to the stage and the lights went the off. The lights went off instead of, I think they were and meant was, to, because the lights were going to oh. go down for the viewing audience so they could see the screen yeah. when the video played. But they're coming out onto the stage and then the lights go down. It was, yeah, it was, it, I've, again, I feel really sorry for of them. Of course, yeah. But this is the kind of thing that clearly can go wrong with these live streams. Mm. But I think the the nature of the, the Nintendo Direct and the state of play, I'm not sure about uh, EA play, it might be similar, is that these are pre-recorded things. They're not live. Yeah. Uh, they're they're pre-recorded. Um, well, I was saying to oh sorry to interrupt you. I was saying to you yesterday that when I watched the the developer stream, the first developer stream for Beyond Good and Evil Two, yeah, uh, which was uh, they're just sitting in a room at uh, Ubisoft Montpellier, mm. and after about half an hour, um, they've been messing around with this smoke machine like just for fun because I'm going to be on a ship, and yeah. then this shelf just fell off the wall <laughs> behind them, or like a statue fell over, and yeah. everyone just like looks around and goes, oh. Oh, God, okay. And then there's like a stunned <laughs> silence for like 30 seconds. And then Michelin Sal just like presses the smoke machine and it just goes... <laughs> <laughs> That's um, great. Yeah. Yeah. But the Gearbox could have gone to E3. Mm. Uh, Ubisoft Montpellier could have could have gone to E3 and done, yeah. their, done their stream then as well. But like more and more publishers are, are saying, hey, you know, Twitch is actually really good. We can just do these streams whenever. Yeah. And the, the pre-packaged, tightly produced streams i think are probably going to be the future mm -hmm. uh in this case obviously it was it seemed to be gearbox's first proper outing yeah and like everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong and like my heart goes out to them because that was 
that was rough to watch and yeah. it must have been really hard to be to you know be so excited to show this new game because they were and we were watching it together in the office last night and and i i said to you like i, I can't they, they started playing the borderlands 3 trailer and it started stuttering i was like no i can't watch this if i'm gonna watch this trailer i've been waiting so long for this game yeah. if i'm gonna watch this trailer I need to watch it properly. So mm. I waited half an hour until it was uploaded to their YouTube channel and then yeah. I watched it. And it was amazing. Yeah. Which is the real takeaway here is that Borderlands 3 looks bloody amazing. And as we talked about a few weeks ago, it has Tales from the Borderlands characters. Yeah. In, which is what I wanted from the Telltale series. Because mm -hmm. they, they're probably one of the best, you know, the, the better rounded, most interesting and funny characters in the whole Borderlands pantheon but then no more telltale so no more telltale. they might not have been we might have you know not seen them back. again but they're, they're in yeah. they're in there and that's i i cannot wait and i'm so excited and we're talking to gearbox at the moment mm. um the borderlands one remaster i believe is out next week yeah so hopefully we're going to do something with that soon so keep an eye out but uh what do you think about like the the state of of streaming these announcements state and of play state and e3 in in general like how do you think that's going to go i mean in a sense like it, it's not that different to 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 switching over to these streams in that like nowadays the conferences are all very easily accessible live so you're still watching a live stream of e oh, oh ben's just microphone just hit me yeah uh, you're still watching a live stream of e3 so in that sense Live things can still go wrong at E3, you know. Yeah, but, um, oh, as they have done. As they have done. But they probably, I think they were better produced usually. Yeah, than what no, we had. definitely, definitely. But um, yeah, I, I like the idea of, in a way, I like the idea of um, publishers and developers being able to do things on their own terms, mm -hmm. you know, maybe from, from home, as it were. Um, and just, you know, they, they've got the time that, that they want to have. If they want to sit and talk for two hours or 30 minutes on their own channel on Twitch or on YouTube, mm -hmm. then they can do that where rather than having to sort of get a slot on the main stage at E3. And, uh, you know, the other thing then is that that comes around once a year as like a big event. And if, yeah. if you, if you don't want to be showing stuff off, unless you can be on stage there with a person to talk about it and you don't just want to put a trailer out, then there's only so many opportunities throughout the year to do that at someone yeah. else's conference. But uh, if you're doing your own, your own stuff, you can run your trailers and then have some lead developer come out and say, hey, so this is what we're doing. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, the other thing is E3 is nice. It's nice to have just everything together in like three days, you know, yeah. like sit down and just binge on all these new announcements. Mm -hmm. And if it's being spread throughout the year... You know, you don't get it in one nice, giant, delicious banquet. No. But on the other hand, it keeps you ticking over throughout the year. Lots of different things happening. Yeah. So, Well, it seems that Microsoft, uh, Bethesda, and Ubisoft, they're all confirmed for E3. Mm -hmm. But they, they do occasional announcements through the year. Like sometimes yeah. if there's something special to announce, they'll set a data site. Bethesda in particular, they'll like have a countdown or something yeah. like that. But when it comes to uh, actually you know, doing stuff at E3. Nintendo and EA so far at least are still uh, seeing the importance of cashing in on that hype mm. around that time. So they still are going to do live streams. Yeah. They're going to have an event around that time. They just won't be doing a live press conference. Yeah. Uh, Sony, I would imagine they would do the same, mm. but we don't have confirmation of that yet. Yeah. What it does mean though is that so many people, so many more people are going to watch Microsoft's conference now than ever before. Yeah. Because generally and i don't mean this as a dig at all but like generally they they don't have a huge number of exclusive games no they don't out. and largely their conferences are full of third-party games sekiro mm. uh was i think oh no it was dark souls 3 and at least dark souls 2 i remember were were debuted at microsoft's right. conference despite yeah. the fact that it has a history on 
uh, a PlayStation. Mm. Um, and like, it's just going to be it's going to be great for everyone because you can go there and just watch tons of third-party trailers and you know these games are going to come to PS4 as well mm, or, yeah. or, you know, likely Nintendo Switch or PC and so on and so mm. forth. Uh, so I think it's just it's just a win, 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 basically. Yeah. I can't see any downsides of it. Uh, I like the streams. I do. I think what one thing that is important that I really hope no one does again this year, either at E3 or in their own live streams, is do you remember when Sony last year at E3 did that weird kind of it was very much tailored towards the audience, the like the live audience. Yes. Because they were like funneling them through different rooms that had different sets and like live entertainment going on. Yeah. And it's like, that's all well and good, but like I'm not really sitting at home watching a live stream to watch a guy play the banjo or guitar mm. or whatever it was. Like, I'm sure it's a real experience being there. Yeah. And it, you have to weigh that up because you do have to put on a good experience for the people who are physically there. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to keep in mind that, especially nowadays, more than ever, like probably more, I mean, definitely more of your audience is not there. They're actually sitting at home watching live. Absolutely. And don't go tailoring, tailoring the experience for like, oh, we're going to walk you through this like... <laughs> For these 10 people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or these 100 people or so. Mm. Yeah, I think that was them very much testing the waters because, Mm. you know, that was the last E3 they may possibly ever have a conference at. And the real news that came from PlayStation last year, they had a brilliant live stream schedule all through the week Mm. where a lot of the announcements came not from their scheduled conference. They were just having live streams with developers on, like Resident Evil 2 footage was shown off for the first time at just one of their live streams during the day Mm. that week. Like, Spyro as well, I think, was the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they did a whole whole thing as well. PlayStation Access, our buddies over there were, yeah. were helping host a lot of those uh, a, lot, a lot of those streams. And that's the kind of thing that could work. They don't need to be there to do that. Yeah. Like that stuff that they can capture beforehand, have an interview beforehand, and then have that all prepackaged and ready to go. So I think last year, as weird as it was, was probably testing the waters for mm. what they're going to try and do moving forwards. Uh, but yeah, it was very strange to watch from home. Yeah. <laughs> it was very weird. So yeah, maybe maybe E3 is in a sense on its way out in terms of a yeah. I think E3 will still exist as, oh. a, as a consumer show. No, of as course, the, as more and more people are attending now that it's open to the public. But E3 it used as to just we be know, press. It, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think it'll still be. It'll probably become known as like E3 season rather mm. than E3 the event. It'll be E3 season as let fewer and fewer companies actually go, but you they still cash in on that week. Yeah, if you feel sorry for E3, like putting on, they're doing all the effort. They've yeah. built this reputation. Then <laughs> all the like publishers Nintendo's just decided like, nah, we're going to stay in our hotel and run a, run an MP. We'll do our own MP4. thing, but if we just do it like the day before E3, then everyone will watch it because yeah. of the general hype. We'll get in there early. Yeah, everyone will be talking about Cheeky. us. Let us know what you think of uh, not only Borderlands 3, but also the state of live streams in general. I know when we say live streams, obviously the the normal conferences are live streams yeah. as well, but we mean these pre-packaged live streams. Mm. Is that where we're going? Do you, do you like the idea of that? Do you like the clunkiness and the weirdness of an hour and a half uh, sort of parade of men in suits coming on and trying to be relatable yeah. for, for an hour? Because I quite like those. And I am going to miss PlayStation doing it, but I do like the state of play. Yeah. And I want to see where that goes. Well, that's the thing I was going to say about, not to dwell on it too much, but uh, the the Gearbox stream, you know, I felt more sorry for them with it going wrong that they seem so down to earth and they seem to like, they're quite self-aware. Yeah. They know their audience more than sometimes these suits seem to. And then when it goes wrong for them, you really feel like, oh, that could almost be me <sighs> and you up there. Yeah, like, it could. You know, doing, so, you know. Imagine if you'd made your Nazi comment on BAFTA and everyone just went silent. Yeah. And just Literally. looked at you in horror. That it could it could, could have be happened. us. It could have yeah. happened. 
Uh, but yeah, let us know what you think in the comments below and uh, and share it with people as well who who you might think find this interesting. Mm. And if you'd like to find us in our various places around the internet, Peter's going to tell you how. We're everywhere, almost everywhere at Team Triple Jump. Team so Triple that's Jump. that's our YouTube channel, Team Triple Jump. We're on Twitch, where we stream three times a week. We're on Twitter, where we tweet regularly. Yeah. Team Triple Jump. We've got a Facebook, if you're 90. Um <laughs> Or feel like shouting about Brexit. Yeah. Um, creek, creek. Uh, pa- oh, we've got a Patreon. If you mm. want to support this and, and other things that we make, it really yes. literally is making a difference. You know, it's very easy to say that. But uh, that's patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. And uh, there's all sorts of interesting rewards there. Uh, one of which is exclusive access to a room in our Discord, mm. which is bit.ly forward slash team, team triple, triple jump. jump. Yeah. Um, We've got a website, haven't we, Ben? We have, Peter. Yeah. It's tripleju.mup. Mm. That's tripleju.mp. And uh, if you go there, there's a link to our shop where you can buy these amazing hoodies we're wearing right now and also the mugs if that you watching. may be able to see on the on the table, um, as well as other things, a swimsuit, cushions. T-shirts. Uh, T-shirts, yes. And they all come in different colours as well. Mm. I know we're wearing the same colour. Yeah. It was just a misorder. It was an error. I was meant to have a navy one, so hopefully we'll have a navy one next month. It's not the shop's fault. It's our fault. No. We ordered the wrong oh, absolutely. one. Absolutely. Yeah, if you order if you order something, you will get that. Yeah. Don't worry. We, we just It was a clerical error, on a, an administrative error. Mm. Um, also, this podcast, if you're watching it, did you know you could listen to it too? What? That's been the case for a little while well, now. I can do that by just sh- shutting my eyes. Oh, yeah. With the oh, video God, yeah. People have just been muting it and just watching the weirdos. Uh, play.acast.com forward slash S forward slash triple jump. Alternatively, all of the links to the various places, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. We're working on getting it on Stitcher. Snaggle. I applied for that. This my Snaggle, is yeah, that a thing? Sti- no. Okay. Stitcher. It's just, just playing with you. All yeah. the links are in the description far below. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, it's at that Peter Austin mm. and at confused underscore dude. And... We've well, I've just opened an Instagram page. You've already got one. Mm. Uh, you're at that Peter Austin on Instagram Peter as well. Austin, yeah. And I'm at Ben Potter twenty. And again, hopefully that information should be in the description and you can find it there. We'll be instantly gramming on the regular. On the reg. So um, we do lists every Tuesday and Thursday. Mm-hmm. We stream, as I say, on Monday, Tuesday and Thursday. That's three PM what will be BST going forward, British yes. summertime. Worst games ever is fortnightly. Um, yes. And if you're a patron of $5 or more, you get to see it on the Friday. Ooh. If not, it's on Sunday for you. Yep. And uh, the podcast, which you may be listening to on the day of release, is every single Saturday. Every Saturday. Mm. Also, I know we said it last week, but we are actually doing the Discord live chat for uh patrons mm. uh, there's a poll currently trying to decide what time of day would work best for you next week if the time of day that gets chosen isn't best for you we're going to try and shuffle it around and try and get as many people in across the various months that we do this yeah we'll do different days of the week different times because people work and school and things don't yeah, they yeah exactly mm. definitely well that's all peter yep thank you very much for watching everybody at home let us know what you think of our various topics of discussion in the mm. comments and don't forget to share it with your friends or post it on the podcast subreddit <laughs> r slash podcast (laughs) yeah thank you very much for watching thank you peter thank you ben have a good weekend yeah bye bye hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.